Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself. To get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions. So don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. Why does my partner smack my ass? Why does my partner smack my ass? So before we get started on this one, I have to confess, I threw my phone in front of my husband and I said, give me a question. And this was his. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to out that. (laughs) Okay. And then then something really interesting is going to happen. You'll have to tell me whether I'm right about this. So when I hear questions like this and they come up in my office all the time, yep. um, I, I have this thing I've noticed through the years. People touch each other like they would like to be touched. So Rebecca, does this mean that if you're smacking his ass, you would like him to smack yours? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> it holds true again. Yeah. So this is, let me, in general, and it doesn't matter if you're in which kind of relationship you're in, um, as far as like, if you're poly or you're in a pod or you're in a um, bisexual relationship or it doesn't matter, like gay, straight, I see it all the time in heterosexual relationships. So I'm going to throw this one out there. Um, but I think it happens in a universal way where we touch someone like we'd like to be touched and maybe my partner doesn't want the touch I'm offering. And so they get all jaggedy about it. So here's the way it shows up all the time in my office is a heterosexual couple comes in and she says, it doesn't feel good to me the way we have sex. And I start exploring why, and it comes out eventually that what's going on is without much warning, he's grabbing her boobs and he starts complaining that yeah, but it's like, we can't ever get going. Cause she's like, just like softly touching my shoulders. And I'm like, Oh, so what's actually happening is she you wants would to like be softly touched and he wants in non-sexual to be- places as a beginning point, And he wants her to grab him without just any, it. just go for it. 
And so they're actually wanting to be touched in a different way than the and other one. The wants way it. they're telling each other that is through their touch rather than through their words. Yeah. Right. Although note to self, I need to start grabbing his bum more often. <laughs> Because he smacks mine. So right. I there you go. So he may want that from you. I need to start doing that. Right. And you can always, you can always, you can always double check. But um oh, that no. generally has been true. <laughs> the double check either, by the way. I'm just gonna start doing it and see what happens. Can you report back, please? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And by the way, these ass grabbing moments are like in the kitchen, just walking by. Right. Kind of and thing. so you we're know? not like just, just talking playful. about, yeah, we're not even talking only about yeah. sexual touch. We're talking about uh, just playful touch, playful just touch. like connecting and like, yeah. hey, honey. And friendly kind of touch. Yeah. I'm here. I'm yeah. here and I see you. Yeah. yeah. He's practically yeah. told me that that's what he's saying when he does it. Like, I'm here I'm and here I, see and you. I see you. And I appreciate that. It just has never crossed my mind to do it back. <laughs> it will. Yep. Not. And it could go like super simple stuff. Like, oh, some people like touch that moves like mm-hmm. soft, mm-hmm. like, um, like rubbing a thumb on you, on mm-hmm. your shoulder while I'm touching you. Yep. Whatever. Um, and other people hate that and only want still touch. Yes. It strikes me that like such a good exploration for for partners could be show me how you want to be touched touch me the way you want to be touched right and that could be like a learning and an exploration thing and we could do it in our casual day-to-day and we could move it into our intimate romantic sexual connections too and and having an open conversation about it so I have I have no idea how your husband feels about having his ass back. Oh, he does. <laughs> so for him, it's fine. Yeah. But if anything's happening touch-wise that doesn't feel comfy, mm-hmm. an open conversation can really help work things through. Yeah. Yeah. And Rebecca, can I can I beg you to talk to everybody about enthusiastic consent? Oh my gosh. I love yeah. the way you talk about it. I I just really like this. I think that consent is one of those things where we're not just looking for like, when does somebody say no, but we're looking for like, when do they light up with joy? Like what feels really good to them and what, where does the enthusiasm come in? Like, yes. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I want that. Right. Like that's really what we're going for when we talk about consent. Not so much just like, "Mm, mm, no. Right. That wouldn't be terrible. That's not the consent you're talking about. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's much more enthusiastic than that. That's what you want to go for. Yeah. Right. And you know what else I'm thinking is about how hard it is for people to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. They, I was just going to jump in with that, that um, on either end of the conversation, if you're the one, if you're the receiver when the partner comes and says, can we talk about something? Or if you're the one initiating it, this is a, I was going to say a good time, but I guess almost necessary time for the protective boundary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jules calls this a psychological boundary. I call this the protective boundary. Rebecca uses both terms. So I there's do. That. And this is the, I call it the protective I boundary. I also call it the listening boundary. Oh, Ooh, I'm totally taking that one. Everything for me. Um, But it is. It totally is. And 
I mean, A, I heard that like I was taught that term first. So I will say that's why I call it that, quote unquote. It's also, I call it that because it's um, what protects me from the world. And so mm-hmm. I use, I, I use, and I encourage my clients to use that boundary for prote- prepping myself, not bracing, but he's allowed to say no. Yeah. Cause I just get to the point. I mean, I talk around stuff a lot. So if I'm going to ask for something with a direct request, it's about allowing for that space of the no mm-hmm. and that he's allowed to have a different feeling response, whatever than I have. And I mm-hmm. don't have to absorb that and defend against it. Feel, I mean, I can, I want to, I want to slow you down. Cause I want to pull out what you just said. It is mm-hmm. absolutely essential is it is okay for him to have differences. It's okay for her to not want the same thing that you're mm-hmm. wanting. And so when we're in these open conversations, especially when it comes to something really tender and intimate, like playful touch or like sexual intimacy, we can get into spaces where it feels like, um, oh, am I doing it wrong? And we go into shame pits and that's not what this conversation is about. This conversation is about, can I hold myself with that protective psychological listening? I love that. I'm going to totally use that now. That listening boundary where I can really make this about curiosity about you. Right. Exploration. It's about Mm -hmm. learning about each other, right? Mm -hmm. So like, do you like it when I do this? Do you Mm -hmm. want more of this or less of this? You know what? Maybe you don't want this, but I'm just realizing that I really want this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm doing this because it's what I want you to do to me, right? Mm -hmm. And so like- Having that, putting that into words and having that conversation is such an important and intimate skill for couples mm-hmm. to come closer together. Yeah. So go forth. If there is enthusiastic consent, smack some butts. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, guys. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our boot camp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout.
If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skills. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.